Hey everyone, welcome to the Later Day Podcast with your hosts Braden, Keaton, and Caden. This is a podcast for Latter-day Saints who find themselves running a bit late. Each week we discuss our the weekly Come Follow Me lesson to keep ourselves prepared for our Sunday worship and awaken class. Just a disclaimer though, of course we are not prophets, we are not ne- even necessarily inspired. However, we are here to give you some casual listening and to catch you up on our week. So whether you start your readings Monday morning or are listening to us on the way to church, we are just happy you're here. Welcome back. Sorry for the hiatus. Hopefully your um, general conference was uplifting and spiritual, spiritually edifying. Yeah. Yeah, very edifying. Are you kidding? It was a good, uh, there's a couple surprises for me this conference, actually. Um, one being announcing temples during the women's session. Yeah, that was cool. <laughs> that was, yeah, that was, that that was, was cool. great. Yeah. It was a nice little surprise to kick off uh, another temple in the Philippines. So... Super yeah, there's this that. guy apparently that called um like called five of them in advance. He I guess looks at the demographics of church members in different areas and he always puts out a tweet like a month before and he was right on he five does, like, of them. Sp- sports bets on temples. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> it's pretty, I've got five over here, crazy. five over here. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. yeah so I, I guess I mean I guess it's, it's cool. kinda cool to call that. <laughs> like yeah, at the same time, there's also inspiration. You know, it's not just about numbers, but I, yeah, I mean, that's if you're gonna do it though, like, that's definitely the way to do it. You go temples, go where saints are. You know, yeah. Strong. Well, and information leads to revelation, right? So, mm-hmm. I actually really mm-hmm. liked the like young men's and young women's changes. How they are making it more flexible for wards that are smaller or bigger, or whatever. There's a lot more freedom with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I like that a lot. Um, especially in Canada, we're not very uh, strong in BC, so the numbers in my home ward were like way weak in young men's, and I think that led to part of the reason why I really didn't enjoy going to like mutual activities or whatever. So yeah, it makes it difficult. That's for sure. Less support, less friends, all that. Less faith. No, <laughs> just kidding. no. Um, so this week, guys, we're actually doing uh, October fourteenth to the twentieth. Mm-hmm. Yes, and uh, right. I'm excited about this lesson, partly because I'm just excited to talk to you guys again. It's been a two week hiatus for us as well. Friendship yeah, it's on been hold. two long weeks. Yeah, sorta. And like, we've all been pretty busy with different things too. Well, so and especially after really like our, even our sappy texted. little comments on the end of the last episode, where we're like, "Oh, like I'm so excited to be able to do this on a weekly basis." Like, and then we don't it's talk just been for two so, weeks. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> it's been so nice to like get back in touch with you guys, like, and learn more about your families or whatever. <laughs> and then, <laughs> yeah, see you guys in two weeks. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Um. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, what's been going on? Aside from conference, uh, anything exciting happened in your guys' lives that uh, you can tell me about? Uh, or... I don't know. <laughs> nope. Making making new friends at school, having some good opportunities to talk about the church, which has been nice. But Sweet. Everyone, let's, to... pr- let's pray for Keaton to make some friends oh in school. We'll do it. Collective yes. prayer. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, keep them but it, in your it is, prayers. It's been it's been easy with some people, which has been really rewarding. And then it's been crazy. Some of the people that we've just met out here in Halifax, who somehow we have connections with in the church, has been pretty crazy too. So there's been some little tender mercies for us, which has been really nice. I've uh, cool. I've had a couple missionary opportunities too. I'm in nursing school, and we just finished our round of clinicals um for the semester and so i got pretty close with some of the other students that i was doing clinical with and our lunch breaks and morning you know little 15 minute breaks and whatever we were able to talk about the gospel a lot in like a casual setting um which was cool it was nice that's sweet that's cool i uh i wouldn't say necessarily missionary work on my part i went i went away for two weeks to like a family reunion and uh, it was actually really cool. Uh, like, my whole family ended up being in the same ward at, like, the same time on my mom's side. Like, all of her siblings and, like, her kids and whatnot, like, all of us were, like, 
just just scattered across the two pews or whatever in the chapel. Small it was, family. It was a, well, <laughs> sorry, oh, scattered. Yeah, that's like just my siblings would take up two pews. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> no, it was a, it was cool. It was a, it was nice to to see the look on my grandparents' faces when they could like look back behind them and be like, oh, look at our posterity. <laughs> like, it was a it was a cool moment. It was a very cool experience for me to just kind of like geek out about like oh man i know they're loving this so much right now so that's um, awesome yeah church is true you guys um families are forever they truly are and so because they're forever family. yeah it just makes it more important to have those strong bonds um so this week's lesson yeah speaking um, of forever yeah speaking of forever bonds and strengthening yes. <laughs> them. Um, the title on this lesson is, I can do all things through Christ, which strengtheneth me. So a couple things come to my mind when I um, read this out. One is a hymn, which I believe, no, not hymn. I think it's an EFY song, isn't it? Uh, it's not ringing any bells. You'll have to sing me a sample. It's like, yeah. oh man, I was singing it a, before little, this. Uh... But normally, it's like the I can do all things, or something. I have never. Heard I, had, that I swear, song I had before. a companion on my mission that would like crank that all the time. Keaton, he um, only when you're doing editing, would you EFY? mind finding a link to the actual song and throwing it in the description so we can all compare yeah. that to Braden just now? <laughs> <laughs> I'll try and find yeah, maybe, it. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> um, I hope it exists. Yeah, I think it does, unless I just created that. But I don't think so. I'm not that. Uh, if anybody's feeling really ambitious, you can turn Braden's audio clip into a song, and then we can publish that. Maybe we'll get it on the next yes. EFY soundtrack. That's or true. That'd be sweet. Yeah. That'd be sweet. <laughs> That's true, and also very ambitious. Um, so, forget EFY music, and let's get into this thing. Um, so, as always, I'm going to start with the Sunday school one. Because I like this uh, heading the most. Um, I say that, but I'm actually like in the individuals and families. This is exactly what I was talking about, Brayden. You start an idea and then you're on the wrong page. It takes you 10 minutes to get there. <laughs> and no, then no, you no. Go, um, so, sorry, sorry, sorry. And it takes so me here it so is. I have to cut it out. <laughs> so, if you really respected my it's time, a, you'd be prepared. Sorry. Yeah, uh, I'll just jump in then. Okay, so the heading is, do we work out our own salvation? Yes. Which is a good question, but it's, uh, well, it's the it's one of those, you know, yes and no, because of grace and works, and um, like Nephi saying, it is by grace we are saved after all we can do. We try all we can, but in the end, God, God makes things right. He makes things fair. He only only in the end, Keaton? Oh, it's throughout. Sorry. Throughout. In the end is when it matters. It's when you're being in judged. The end is when it matters. No, I was just asking. I was just asking. You're right. Just making he, sure we're, it's not like he just, just abandons us till the end and then he's like, <laughs> he's snap like, my finger. Ah, Everything's fixed. Yeah, you've made it to the end here, so here we go. <laughs> yeah, like we were uh, we were just talking about that Brad Wilcox talk where that's the one where they talk about the dots, right? Like if I were to draw two dots or whatever. His grace is sufficient. Uh, yeah. How yeah, how far do you think you go and then how far do you think he carries you? And they're like, I think I go up to here and then he carries me the rest of the way. And then he's like, Yeah. No, you're wrong actually. She's like, Oh dang it. I knew I could do more works or whatever. Like I got knew I was higher up. But then he's like, Actually, no, he does all of it. It's just uh He just makes yeah, you work what, anyways. The, which yeah, is like, kind of the point. One of the best parts about that talk is just Brad Wilcox's impression of teenagers. <laughs> He's just so good at doing a teenage girl and a teenage boy. It's pretty hilarious. Oh, like, no. Clearly, he's done it quite a few times before, but it it's great. It warms my heart. <laughs> he's just like throwing all sorts of slang, modern slang. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's... That's awesome. That analogy that he gives is true. Like, Christ already mm-hmm. did everything that is it, necessary the best for one us I've to seen. be saved. He did everything. Yeah, the, yeah, for sure. And then we it's, just have to do our part because... Without us doing our part, there's no point in being here. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, because yeah, we learn in the doing. We learn in trying. In trying and failing. And then trying again. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I think I just like the wording there of, well, the actual, just the word sufficient, right? Such a good word. Because it's like, it's enough. It's enough. Is he that the talk where he talks about being changed by grace rather than saved by grace? I think it is. And um, I think that's what we're talking about is, is yeah. being changed Actually, like one of by... My, my yes. missionary heroes on my mission, like that was his favorite talk and he introduced it to me. And I think that's, that's actually around the part where he's talking about um, piano lessons or something. Yes. Yeah. He has that analogy. So that's a great talk. I'm sure everyone who's listening to this has heard that before. Cause it's quite often, you know, quoted or, and or if you found. haven't look it up, it's, yeah, Solid. we'll we'll make sure to link it in the notes. Mm-hmm. Pretty sure he's also got uh, yeah. books and stuff about the same topics, which just go more yeah, in he depth does. and huh. gives you the opportunity for more study. I, I think that talk came out, it must have been like 2010 or 2012, something like that. And I, I just remember the first time I heard it, I was like, why is this guy not an apostle? And for a while, every year, whenever there was a new apostle, because, you know, there's quite a few dropping like flies for a little bit there. Not in the I was like, 2010 okay, to Brad, 2012 range, was there? No, no, no. Like after that point, like after oh, okay. the talk came out, I was always like, oh, this is going to be, it's Brad Wilcox time. It's his, it's his turn. And nope, no apostleship. And so it, it's one lesson I learned that there's a lot of great men who aren't apostles, which is obvious, but I just... I assumed that because Brad Wilcox is just this boss of spiritual knowledge. A scriptorian for sure. Yeah. He knows his stuff. Mm -hmm. But yeah. Um, Any other points you guys want to share about that? I think it's a pretty straightforward topic. Obviously, we have a really good understanding in our church of of what grace and works, of of what their relationship is. So, Yeah, like it's it's nice to be in a church that, sees the need for both of them even though we do respect the fact that it truly is his grace but yeah like we get it we 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 do get it well i mean it flows perfectly dead horse it flows perfectly into the next section which is the gospel of jesus christ is worth every sacrifice um because just like it's saying like we have to do our part even though our part doesn't I mean, it, the only thing that matters is that we're doing our part. Back to my friends at the hospital and the, the gospel discussions I was talking about with them or having with them. Um, they were like, I was talking about my responsibilities and how I teach primary and, you know, other callings. And then they were asking me a little bit about the podcast and like, man, going to church sounds like a lot of work. Why do you do it? And this title of the next section, the gospel of Jesus Christ is worth every sacrifice. It's pretty much the only answer that I could give them. It's like, why do I do it? Uh, Because it's worth whatever I put towards it. It's worth everything that I could ever do. Yeah, it's true. Any, any amount of revelation or any answer to prayer, it makes it all worth it. Like, even if it's not every single day. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I think, uh, I think when I was in young men's, because the missions, it's like 10,000 or whatever you're supposed to prepare in advance before going on a mission. And I remember when I was younger, I was like, oh, that's so not worth the sacrifice of money. You could buy like a TV. <laughs> it's like, oh, you could buy a sick TV for $10,000. $10, yeah, you could. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. You buy a like, wall. Why, why wouldn't you just buy a sick TV? Um, but then it, exactly what Caden just said, like exactly what you just said there is like no amount of money or whatever is worth that's that knowledge that you gain or the experiences that you have, the learning and growing up that you do or the perspective that you gain from, you know, serving that hard and that diligently for that long. Um, and then indefinitely afterwards, right? Yeah, totally. And even not necessarily missions like. Yeah, true, true. If ministering we're not, we're not thinking whatever about whatever assignment you have in the church yeah thinking less about like the money as the sacrifice just true, your true. time yeah giving, how giving away your time because a earthly lot of, of people, me sorry guys yeah seriously <laughs> there's a lot of members yeah who who don't have the opportunity to go on missions ever and and yeah their their sacrifices their time and their talents yeah we had like members in the philippines that like ward missionaries in the philippines kick 
the word missionaries in uh, my words, butts, dude. Like, they would be out every single day, all day. <laughs> like, like there's nothing better to do than serve the Lord, which there isn't, to be fair. But, like, mm-hmm. I we would go out at, uh, I think it's 2 p.m., 3 p.m., 2.30. And they would work with us till 8.30. And it's just, like, on a daily, like, weekly basis. Every day. Wow. We switch them up, and it was just insane. Some of them, anyways, not like every member, but like yeah. just crazy how. And that's the sacrifice right there. Like they, like I've had multiple conversations with them where it's like, okay, why are you doing this? <laughs> like, we don't want to take your time. Like you obviously need to progress in like your own personal life as well as far as like you know getting yourself a job that pays you to do this rather than to not to, um, like for your time. Yeah, pay you for your time, not to like evangelize or anything. Well, there are yeah, even no, like some self-evaluation cool. questions in that section of the go- of the lesson. It says, what have you sacrificed for the gospel? I mean, obviously from Braden talking, a big one was his mission. Um, for lots of other members, just like Keaton was saying, they don't have the opportunity to do that, but they sacrifice their time. Um, tithing, uh, helping people move, like mm-hmm. lending vehicles and service projects and you know, people put a lot of a lot of effort and a lot of sacrifice towards different aspects of their their gospel relationship. But then it asks, "What have you received?" So then it kind of ties us into like a little bit of a <clears throat> Canadian Thanksgiving is coming up. A little bit of a Canadian Thanksgiving question. Um, or I guess by the time this is released, Canadian Thanksgiving is over. Over, uh, but American Thanksgiving is well, coming or- up. Uh, yeah like if it's released on monday then yeah perfect so what have you received what what have you received for your sacrifices and are there any additional sacrifices that you need to make to become a more dedicated disciple of the savior like maybe you know starting a podcast so that you can help other people who don't have time to read the lessons or whatever yeah what a noble sacrifice so noble (laughs) if yeah um that that reminds me a lot of the quote, the Joseph Smith quote, that I think it's that a religion that doesn't require the sacrifice of all things won't produce faith sufficient unto life and salvation, something along the lines of that. And, and yeah, it, I almost think that's very like straightforward. Oh well, that's good, but it's true. There, you really do need to put a lot into it in order to get salvation out of it, right? Yeah, Not oh, to say well, that those who don't, you know, like obviously God, he knows what he's doing. He's the judge, but yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what you're going to end on? But that's yeah. what I'm going to end on. <laughs> okay. I, well, I realized that I, I was starting to get off into this weirder tangent, so I just Oh, that's stopped. fine. <laughs> well, there it is right there, just self-checking yourself, making sure like, is it worth sacrificing my listener's time to go off yeah. on this tangent? Uh, no, that's all good. But when it comes to the gospel, the sacrifice is always worth it. Always appreciated. Yeah, definitely. Unless, of course, you got to remember, obedience is better than sacrifice. Yes, true. Remember. It will, and again, just relating it to, to doing this podcast, as I've been taking this time each week to oh. read the lesson and to talk to you guys about it, I've felt more inspired to be doing things related to church like, isn't that odd how that works like that when, you know, when they, they like kind of shove it into your face with the whole like, oh, read scriptures daily so that you constantly think of these principles that you learn. <laughs> and then yeah. when you do it, um, you constantly are reminded of these things. It's weird. Well, it's like the, yeah, it's, it's like the, if you don't feel like praying, pray until you do feel like praying. It's the exact same true. thing. When you actually start doing it, you will start having that need or that like desire to pray and it uh yeah it's a it's a thing that is a thing and uh it's something that actually was huge in my life because praying was uh praying in the morning has always been like a struggle for me um mainly because i'm not uh, i'm not a morning person at all and maybe you would um, be if you slept at night if i slept at night (laughs) oh if i went to bed ever um, or, or just, or just go to bed in general. Um, yeah. but like, 
Uh, I think it's because I'll wake up to my phone alarm clock. It's actually something I've looked into is rather than like the Google Home Assistant or whatever, whatever alarm clock waking me up or my phone waking me up, just having like an actual like digital alarm clock, just some crappy thing. So this way, like I'm not distracted by any smart devices or whatever. Because that's, yeah. that's pretty much my first L of the day all the time is uh, I miss a prayer. <laughs> like, and it's like, well, I've already taken an L. Great. You can you can get your Google Home to remind you to, to pray, pray in the morning. That's true. That would actually be sweet. Yeah. I'm going to set that up. Yeah, obviously we don't want to be an advertisement for, for Google. But speak I, for like, yourself. Yeah, that's what I use for my, yeah, speak that's for what yourself, I use for my alarm. My life. And it's... it's <laughs> It's great because what I'm trying to do right now is just to read something church related at night and put my phone away as soon as I hit, as soon as I sit in bed. And then I just, if I need to do anything, I just do it through the Google Home. So I'm not actually looking at a screen, which is pretty, it's, it works well. Sometimes really I'm not very good at it, but. Well, um, a lot of sacrifice went into making it so that we are privileged like this to be able to have Yeah, those. It's, it's using technology for its best purpose, right? Or a true. good purpose. Yeah, true. Well, just taking <laughs> taking that time to make an effort, like you were just saying. Um, I just finished reading through the Book of Mormon this last week, or I guess since we last recorded. And I decided that this time I would double what I did each day last time. I was like, you know, like I was doing my daily readings and I made it through the Book of Mormon. Who knows how long it took? Probably too long. Uh, so I'm going to double it. It doesn't you know, doubles the time I spend reading the Book of Mormon each day, but it's still minimal in comparison to, like, the amount of time I spend, like, eating, for example. So I'll double it. And even just, like, that small change, um, it goes a long way. It's those small things. It's those small changes that the more you do them and the more effort you put towards, like, it, it's almost like a snowball effect, right? It gets bigger and bigger, and you, yeah. you get more energy and more desire to do more and then give more and serve Thus more having more value or worth exactly from your yeah it's bigger and bigger right? perfect yeah and just that process of just repeating things every day too that's like one of the best skills that a person can learn because once you can do that you can basically do anything you want once you're a habitual person you won't have a problem with studying in school because you'll keep to your schedule when you're studying like you won't have a problem running out of scriptures and all that stuff. Like, yeah, I think it, what is it? It's like an impressive skill. Basic, uh, I have a hard time with it. Like making a routine or whatever, isn't it? Like two, two and a half, three weeks. Like if to you stick a to a routine, yeah, to put on like a daily habit of doing it, and then like it just becomes like second nature almost. I mean, it's different yeah. nature, person, maybe? but yeah, that's the theory. Yeah, I think that's like the the science behind it or whatever. And it's super true. Like I've done that for multiple different things, like that aren't even church related. Like even just for like, um, uh, like brushing your teeth, taking a shower. <laughs> yeah, like actually Those brushing really my hard. teeth every morning. <laughs> no, no, like uh, like getting to work at a certain time every morning rather than like just on time. Like, um, yeah back when I would like open up or something, I wanted to make sure I was there for like an earlier time. Like I, I had a harder time with that because of the way I would stay up late at night or something. And then, you know, I just set it on its course of about three weeks and then, yeah, here you go. Or, you know, just get um, that habit formed and then you don't have to worry about it. You don't have to fight yourself every time. Yeah. Well, like I'm fighting myself right now to, to do this podcast cause we broke our, our two, three week habit. Man, so, so hard to, <laughs> yeah dang no we, no we're that's... off the bandwagon we gotta better get back on yeah um and so that actually almost it kind of ties in the next heading there is uh i can find joy in christ regardless of my circumstances so regardless mm -hmm. of how off the bandwagon i guess you are or how far yeah. you've um kind of dropped off of your spiritual high or however you want to kind of phrase that um, you'll still be able to find joy in Christ wherever you are along the pathway or like along the way is how yeah. I would describe that. Like whether you're closer to the finish line or, you know, the start. Yeah. Here, I'm going to read a quote from the prophet. He, Which one? He said the one near the top or you want me to say the quote? To no, I just want you one. to say the prophet. 
Oh, the prophet, uh, President Russell M. Nelson, the current good, prophet. Good, good. Yeah. When the focus of our lives is on Jesus Christ and his gospel, we can feel joy regardless of what is happening or not happening in our lives. Joy comes from and because of him, which I think, yeah, just reiterates what you were saying. Mm-hmm. That does. Yeah, like, I like how he emphasizes it, uh, or not happening in our lives. Yeah, so even sure. if, like, nothing out of the ordinary or extraordinary uh, is going on, where it's, like, noticeably different or whatever, uh, we can still find joy in life. Like, oh, man, like, I'm not receiving, you know, all sorts of visions or, like, revelation right now, but, like, I really like reading the scriptures. <laughs> I find joy in reading the scriptures. You can easily find that. Or I like... Yeah. Uh, my bishop rick or i like this elder scorn president or whatever you can always find joy in christ yeah and i just want to add on that point yeah about about things not happening because i feel like that's the most difficult part of life is when things aren't happening like when we right after we see a miracle right after we have a good experience at church we're usually pretty good at doing the things we're supposed to do but it's after the drought or during the drought that we have a hard time doing what we're supposed to. And so, yeah, it's, it's continuing on looking for joy and, and feeling the joy regardless of the things not happening. Um, yeah. Yeah. Abs- I, and I'm actually going to give a small call back to our very first episode. Uh, something you said, Keaton, that I remembered and I like, I remembered specifically because I was like, Oh man, that's like the kind of guy Keaton is, uh, hurricane Dorian, right? Hit, I think you said there was, yeah. like, a tree blocking the way to church, and so, like, it was, like, sacrament was canceled. Um, but you said you went to the church anyways and played a couple of hymns, right? Yeah, well, just, yeah, they, just I wasn't on the email list kind of, yet, so. Yeah, just to kind of, like, fool around, and I'm sure you found joy in that. It's like, I still want to know what, I'm, it's Sunday, I, I want to, I'm not sure if that was, like, your mindset into it, but I'm trying to yeah. build, you, build you up here. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, say like it was just cool it was nice i was like oh man yeah keaton's a like great guy i probably would have been like sweet uh well <laughs> i'm gonna go sleep in some more or i'm gonna go <laughs> save my electricity because i don't have any in dorian right now but i don't yeah. know yeah no it's it's probably one of those things that is kind of a habit like sunday attendance is obviously something that's important to most people and yeah, if I'm unable to go to church for a reason, I, I usually try and do something, you know? And so for that day, it was also the, just that I didn't have power. So it was like, well, might as well go to the church and play some hymns and uh, see if I can meet anyone. And I met a few people, which it was beneficial for meeting some people in the ward. And so, yeah. It, yeah, regardless it of well. your circumstance, like you can find joy in it. Mainly yeah, because of like, the cheerful trying, smiles yeah. that greet you. In those buildings. Even when there's a tree blocking the way. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Oh, hey, Kaden. There was a a member who was cutting, like, trying to chop it up and clear it away, and I couldn't really help him because I was dressed up. But I did a little bit of dragging with him, and he was like, yeah, the first person I really met. And, yeah, he greeted me with a smile, even though he was cutting down a tree on a Sunday when he rather be in church. Yeah, Yeah, Sunday morning. I like that a lot. Caden, do you have anything to add there? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I was just going to say that, no, I got nothing, to be honest. Nothing. Great. <laughs> My faith Perfect. is founded on Jesus Christ, the next section. Uh, that's pretty <laughs> much all I can even say about that section as well. Well, and I think we've covered that in, I think, our last episode, talking about the cornerstones and, like, everything really is just founded in Jesus Christ. I know sometimes in past curriculums, we could go a whole Sunday in Sunday school without even talking about the Savior. Mm-hmm. And yeah, because it's going off on random tangents. or Yeah, or even even though we're talking about other prophets, it's still, we always, it all ties back to the Savior and his atonement. And so that is one thing I really like about Come Follow Me is it, it makes it impossible to well, talk about, to, uh, to teach a lesson without mentioning the Savior. And I think it was... Uh... Uh, was it Brigham Young, I think, who said, like, I'd rather listen to a man without eloquence um, give us like, bare testimony of Jesus Christ than, uh, like, a, I don't know what the second half of that was, but, like, 
the you opposite of that. Yeah, yeah like the basic, like basically just then really a know-it-all. Yeah, then a, then a know-it-all saying like, oh yeah, like I mean, I know this happened because of this experience in my life and this experience changed this and because of this experience, like my family grew like really, really rich and these blessings and this. But like he won't mention like Jesus Christ or the everlasting gospel or something. But like um, he'll and that's not bad. Like story monies or whatever. I think that's what I, that's what I call them. Yeah, when there's it's like, a balance. Yeah, some I, of them are. Bad. Everyone likes a good little story. Share what you got to share. You know. Yeah, share what it's you got to share. Don't be afraid. Experience. You're still being prompted to go up. But it no is nice that come follow me centered on Christ's teachings, and and we try to make everything about being built upon the foundation of Christ. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like I so with one of my new friends that I was talking to. It's it's kind of like a, a point in the friendship where you have to bring up that you're a member of the church. And maybe I could have done better at bringing it up sooner. Why, but he like, like you invites know, you, you talk out about, for drinks or something? He's, he's yeah. like, yeah, so why aren't you, you drinking anything? I got you yeah, this drink and you're like... It's like asking uh, about... Uh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, it's like asking about like, oh, what place do you like to go for coffee? And it's like, oh, well, I actually don't drink and everything kind of stacks. So anyways, with one friend, I just... <laughs> I finally said like oh yeah so by the way i'm a member of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints and i did say mormon i'm sorry i will repent of that oh don't worry about it and, uh, um, <laughs> I think, but I think you're good break the habit so yeah well yeah break the habit yeah, but it, so, it was it interesting only takes two weeks in, man just start yeah, saying three, the full name three yeah yeah true <laughs> but basically in order to tell this person and relate to them heavily and to really let them into my life they had to know that I was a member of the church because so much of my life is founded upon my belief in Jesus Christ and God and the church and everything. Like, heck, I met my wife while I was on my mission. Like that in itself makes me have to give all this background info and uh, and all this stuff. So, yeah, it's just interesting how I couldn't get past a certain part in my relationship with this person without talking about the savior that's very similar to what i was talking about this week with yeah. my hospital friends because i've been in school with these people for uh, a whole year but sitting in class is a lot different from spending all of your lunch breaks and you know working in the hospital with somebody so exactly the same thing they you know oh i gotta go grab a coffee do you want one? Oh, i actually don't drink coffee they just know me as the kid who you know sits there with in whatever chair every every day at school <laughs> Whereas yeah, when you actually start to get AirPods. to know people, it's like, yeah, other truths come out and they're like, oh, you have a podcast? That's so cool. I want to listen to it. I'm like, yeah, that would be awesome. Go for it. Uh, just letting you know, yeah, it is about, those... you know, my church's Sunday school curriculum. Um, but yeah, give it a listen. Here's here's the link. I think, you you know, even, even if you're not a member of my church, it's still faith related and it's not gonna do any harm by any means still lifestyle things like we teach yeah. we teach you solid principles i think sometimes yeah shout out to if any of those people are still listening yeah congrats you've made it this far hopefully you also are enjoying nursing yeah just another anecdote to add on to that as we're talking about talking about the gospel i just i it reminded me when when so i have a twin brother named austin of course you guys know that other people listening probably know that too for a while he was working up in this place on in fort mcmurray there's a lot of oil stuff going on there so he was driving a truck for 12 hours and initially he had to drive with someone for 12 hours and it was either listening to the radio or talking and so he said he taught the restoration quite a few times <laughs> Because you're just, he was just sitting there with people and you just eventually every conversation about life leads back to it. So I just thought it's just a funny situation that I think about from time yeah. to time. No, that's that's fair. That's like awesome, I, actually. I, yeah. And I could totally see it's, Austin doing that. Oh, yeah. No, well, yeah no it's doubt. weird yeah. how easily the restoration can come up in conversation. Well, yeah, because people will be like, well, I mean... If the Church of Jesus Christ, like you, it has Jesus in the middle of your name, so you know what what makes you different from other Christians, and then you're like, well, boom. Let me tell you. Yeah, it's true. That's awesome. Way to go, Austin. Yeah, way to go, Austin. We know you listen too, so hey, what's up? Yeah, text me. Hey, what's up? (laughs) Okay.
Um, disciples of Jesus Christ become new as they live his gospel. What do you think that means? Well, become there's like new. the Paul Saul thing. Well, yeah. that, that's Be- a very becoming, good example. Becoming a new creature in Christ is... Is that from the scriptures, or is that a quote from uh, Ezra Taft Benson? Maybe both. He talks about changing Becoming nature. a new man in Christ? Yeah. Well, it, definitely it's about becoming a new creature, but yeah. Something like that. But yeah, essentially, Christ changes who we are. Not just what we do, but who we are. Yeah, putting off the old man and put on the new man through Jesus Christ. You can actually find that in... Um, Colossians, 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 Colossians. No, that's a whole uh, different Colossians. one. That's Galatians. That's, uh, three verses nine and ten. Uh, lie not one to another, seeing that ye have put off the old man with his deeds, and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him. I'm gonna jump ahead to verse thirteen. Because uh, it says, forbearing one another, forgiving one another, and if any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. It keeps going. I mm. mean, it's scripture, so it's all good. <laughs> I'm going to piggyback off that and jump to 17. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. like... We're going to read the whole chapter, everyone. <laughs> Already. Actually, you, you can read uh, 1 to 17 is what they recommend. So I encourage all of our listeners to read the scriptures. There, I said it. Yes. 10 out of 10 recommendation from this podcast. <laughs> Read the scriptures. Read the scriptures. Uh, I'm, I'm like looking through this one on the... Because uh, this is one of the heading the headings that uh, they share on both the Sunday school lesson and the uh, individuals and families one. And I'm like looking... I'm just kind of browsing through the Sunday school one. And it says, it says you could also invite a few class members to share how having faith in Jesus Christ and living his gospel have helped them become new people or like identifying uh, characteristics of like the old man and then the new man. So like old Keaton and new Keaton or old Caden or old Braden kind of thing. And I'm, well, I mean, I'm, it's I still think true faith brings change in your life, right? Like when you have, we were just talking about the sacrifice that you put towards your faith and the sacrifice you put towards your church attendance and whatever else. If you didn't have faith, those sacrifices wouldn't be there. And we were just talking about how much of a positive influence that has in our lives. And it's totally applicable right here, right? Like without doing those, who would I be? And that's another thing that I was telling um, people in the lunchroom. They're like, well, why do you, why do you go to church? Why, or, you know, why are you Mormon if you can't drink coffee? How are you doing these 12 hour shifts that you have to wake up at such a time and you're also going to school right now and whatever? How are you doing that without coffee? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, how could I do it with coffee? My faith brings me so much more, brings so much more to who I am and everything that I do. That I don't know where I would be even if I had coffee like that. It, it's such an incomparable comparison for them to try to make. Which is fine because for them it's life and death, right? But yeah, me, but man, you don't have the daily coffee fix. Gotta get my coffee How are you fix, operating? Yo. <laughs> don't even talk to me before I've had my coffee, dude. <laughs> You've been spending too much time in the boonies of BC. <laughs> Tim Hortons everywhere. Oh, I like that. I like that a lot. Incomparable comparison. Is that what you said? Yeah, it's incomparable. Yeah, I like that a lot. This is my, mm-hmm. favorite, my favorite thing you've said today, Caden. Oh, thanks, <laughs> just, man. Just, How about this one? Um, this one might compare. I yeah, love you. It. Oh, there you go. New favorite thing. Um, hey, guys. I'm here, too. I love you, No, Kate. don't you worry know about it, I love you. Don't oh, thanks. <laughs> I wanted to talk about... Uh, a little bit about that, how like the faith in which we have heavily influences our opinions on some of these like worldly influences. And it's actually, it says it right here in the heading on the Sunday school section. It says, when our faith is rooted in Jesus Christ, we are strengthened against worldly influences. So there it is right there. Like, Kaden, you were saying like, yeah, my faith is so strong. That's like, I just don't see me needing 
this coffee or this like this mm-hmm. th- worldly thing to get through this me- menial task, which it, I know should be a trade off that is not worth it for me. Yeah. So I like that a lot, and I also just in- enjoy. But that's just I a small example, right? Words. Like the old man and the new man. Maybe the old man, Caden, that didn't have the gospel would have drank coffee. That's only one small thing that I'm referencing. But what else mm-hmm. would the old man, Caden, have done? What else? Where else would I be without the gospel? What other decisions would I have made? Would I be married right now? Would I be in nursing school? Would I would ha- like have attended post-secondary at all? There's so many other yeah. factors that the old... M- old man Caden without the gospel would have become that I've been able to avoid because the gospel and my faith and you know the the positive influence that it's been in my life has led me in a whole separate direction that who like coffee's just this one tiny thing but it would be a whole different Caden without the gospel I, I think as well it's important to note that even though we are in the gospel now we're still technically the old man. That's true. Oh, we're not even there yet. Like we still have so far to go. At least, well, okay, that's actually I should sick. just speak no, for you're myself. Right. You're right. But I got a long way to go. Isn't it? Still. There's there's a movie. It's the Six Million Dollar Man. You know that one where it's like we have the technology or whatever. Like we can rebuild him. So you could almost say that with the church. Like we have the revelation. Like we can, like recreate him into like a new man sort of thing. Like this is the new new Caden kind of thing right the, the new, new the old Caden is always me. new new yeah new we we Kaden. have the capability to make the world's first bionic man is one of the things so you can say like world's you know 16 millionth like member of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints still um, me but i knew me still this me. time <laughs> you knew me yeah um i uh i kind of like the idea of new versus old because there's so many comparisons you can make with it that are just so good like like for an instance, old rotten guacamole nope an then, old rotten yeah, avocado well they, they, yeah they use yeah a guacamole a guacamole <laughs> no uh yeah like they use fruits in this one and i think they even tell teachers to like bring fruit to class which i think is uh interesting but um i like the idea of like old and new socks right yeah elaborate you were talking about that earlier weren't you before the podcast you're yeah like uh saying that you got some brand new socks i uh i took a a trip to bc and um spent two weeks there and i brought all my socks but i realized like i've been wearing these socks for so long i wanted like to feel comfortable in socks again because you Mm, know when they lose their magic they like well (laughs) yeah no i've washed the socks obviously obviously um but like you know when you just like there's nothing like putting on a fresh fresh pair of like brand spanking new socks. Yeah, it's and, a good feeling. Uh, yeah, it's a great feeling. And so there's nothing like shedding the old old man and putting on the new man. It's exact I'd say it's not beyond comparison the two feelings. <laughs> To have brand new socks. <laughs> brand Spiritual new socks renewal and is in. the same as putting on oh, yeah. new socks. Yeah. yeah. Getting Clearly rid of the that's dirty. what Jesus intended. Someone who obviously wore socks always. Could yes. be argued that he would have if he ha- if socks were there, man. Maybe, who knows? Yeah. Maybe that's an analogy that could have made it in the scriptures if Christ had decided to visit <laughs> 2,000 years later instead of when he came. He's like, what are these? Yeah. Shed the old sock and put on the new. What are these sleeves on your feet? Okay. Well, now that we've talked about that, I want to talk about the substance behind the word rooted, faith that's rooted in Jesus Christ. Where are you now, getting does that, that from? Uh, so that's from the Sunday School one. Oh, yeah, I so don't I see read that, that in quote. the regular one. Well, I, you, I read that. You are in the I read Sunday that heading. presidency. That must be yeah. why. I am. Um, and Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, what? Um, and so in that heading, I'll read it again. When our faith is rooted in Jesus Christ, we are strengthened against worldly influences. And so, like I was saying, I like the substance behind the word rooted. Um, cause there's definitely substance there. It's not just like repentance, uh, faith in Christ, 
kind of thing. It's like multiple things, like roots, um, that make it impossible to like pull out or whatever. It's kind of like, um, what's that? What's that? Uh, trees. No, trees the, when you scatter seeds on. Oh, on, soil yeah, yeah, hard soil or rocks hard or soil. sand yeah, exactly or whatever that. versus actual or they, soil. Like, burn up. I can't think of. Uh... Well, there's a there's actually a whole video in the primary lesson called mm-hmm. "Spiritual Whirlwinds," and uh, it's it's under the same heading. the The word "rooted" being the highlight, um, and how yeah, when you plant your faith in good soil, when you grow those roots deep and strong then it doesn't matter what flies at you. I mean, you might break off a couple branches. It might hurt. It might set you back a little bit, but those roots are still strong and they're still going to be able to feed you and, and get you back up, get you back um, where you need to be going, where you need to be. Yeah, it, but that's not to say that it's impossible for those roots to um, wither away if you don't like look after them. Like After enough tugging and pulling on a certain specific area, that root can give way, right? Mm-hmm. Um so I think, like, especially with the way the adversary attacks us in the in the uh, later days, um, it uh, it's important to make sure that you know we we're constantly upkeeping that that rooting that we got going on there because like it is possible for him to be like, oh, okay, well, this is something he just recently worked on, so I won't pull here, but. It's been a while since he's had to repent about anything, so let's do this. <laughs> and it's you like, gotta fertilize oh, no. them roots. Keep them strong. Yeah, you got to Yeah, I I have some two points to to build on to this. And yeah, I think you're getting at that where like roots and branches they need opposition to grow, right? Mm-hmm. Like they tried to grow a bunch of trees in this dome just as an experiment and the branches broke. They got too heavy and fell off because they didn't have no enough wind, wind pushing yeah. against them to keep them to be strong. Interesting. So yeah, we need opposition. And the other thing is, again, bringing it back to the hurricane that passed through here. The reason that there was trees in the way of the chapel was because they recently took all the trees away from around them and left a thin line of trees. So because they took away the rest of them, you know, that like, left only the weaker ones that were in the middle that left, were protected. And, and then they were not even, ne- not even necessarily weak, just they were no longer protect, protected by numbers. The, the masses, like, because the wind's and not so, being, like hit against a wall it's just hitting you know hitting the one tree alone yeah Yeah. regardless of how strong like some of the trees around the university that fell they were huge trees with deep roots but it didn't matter because they were alone and so that's another part of it too is making sure to surround ourselves with the right people Mm -hmm. and surround ourselves with the right habits which we were talking about earlier and yeah the the right life and to remember that i can do all things (laughs) through christ which strengtheneth me you know and yes. full circle with the <laughs> I, I don't know if, yeah I don't, I don't know if we need to be laughing about it Brady. no no i'm just saying like because I, I was debating whether or not i should sing that um, uh yes to yes try to bring i see that because that's where the full circle goes but no but yeah, in all it's serious not, not a laughing i can do all. all things in christ which strengthen absolutely me. Yeah, we we know that, you know, and everyone who's listening, hopefully you've also had experiences that you can think of right now where you've been strengthened through him. Mm -hmm. Then there's like additional resources and whatnot, because I think that's the end of the lesson. Yeah, uh, that's there with that last one. Mm -hmm. And actually, I would recommend that video. It looks fun because they they have that video in, in the Sunday School Manual as well. Yeah, it's two and a half minutes. Keaton, throw a link in the description if you want, maybe. Then people can just click on it. And, yeah, as always, thanks again for listening. Thank you for liking and sharing and subscribing and rating us on whatever platform you use. Yeah, and please reach out to us if you have any questions or maybe comments, things things that you'd like to see in further episodes. Or, like, even changes. We kind of took a break from mentioning that Braden's single. So, yeah. like, you know, if you want to see that come back, let right. us know. Right. Or if you're I'm glad it's gone, the then uh, market. ask Brayden on a date. <laughs> change that. Yeah, exactly. Change yeah, change that. it. Um, well, and I, I'm glad that today's episode uh, had such a good tone about it, too. Um, I think there's not, there's not a lot to, like, delve deep, deep into. It's just a nice, re, like, re, uh, reaffirmation that... Um, mm-hmm. Lighter. Like, Lighter we, topics. Like, we... Well, like, yeah, we are 
capable of doing incredible things when we're strengthened, like through Christ. And um, like there's opposition everywhere, like Keaton was saying, but through Christ, like we can, like we can persevere, we can prevail. And it's, it's easier than we think to be able to call on him for help. And it, and it starts at that, that simple understanding that like, yeah, a- alone, I might not be able to do everything that I need to do. Um, but through him, I can. And so I like, I like this lesson a lot, especially because it's, it's kind of exactly what we were saying in the middle of the, the podcast there, where it's kind of like people sometimes, um, like veer away from talking about Christ or Jesus. Um, and like his role in all this, but like, it truly is his grace is sufficient for us and we might as well use it while we can alongside all of our good works right just to kind of put a little bow on put a little Braden bow on the podcast Braden bow (laughs) yeah i I like as well about this episode that it it applies to everyone Mm -hmm. there's not really there's not a single person who this lesson won't apply to and and i i really connect to that i think that this is this is a good one it's a good yeah, one you so, could share with people who aren't members of the church. Yeah, absolutely, exactly. absolutely. There's not too many doctrines in here that aren't like un- that universal. are uncommon. In, yeah. yeah, exactly. They might not get um, the references and you know the specifics about different prophets that we talked about, um, but they'll get the faith. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so along with that, please, please make sure to to share the podcast. It's not like we're looking for like fame more listeners is what we're going we just we really do want people to be able to hear about the gospel in in this format and as well for people who again don't have the time to read the come follow me episode or Mm -hmm. not episodes to read the come follow me lessons to to listen to us as a a last resort and to still feel the spirit and to to keep up yeah and hopefully yeah hopefully everyone had a solid conference weekend and is able to you know read like re read some of those talks that really resonated with them and hopefully it's just a really solid edifying long weekend of thanksgiving or whatever for everyone just remember what you're thankful for remember god's hand in all things everyone this is a beautiful little ending (laughs) i love it i love it (laughs) amen i could just i could just hug everyone man yeah true if we could (laughs) so all right let's close this off all right thanks for listening again We'll talk to you guys later. And a special thanks to Lucky Bandit, Spencer Rolfson, for the music. Bye.